Hello, and welcome to Stephen Runs Vegan. Today on the show, I have a friend of mine, Mark. Mark van der Mole. He's a fellow runner, good friend of mine. He's part of November Project Amsterdam, which I may have talked about, but definitely will more in the future. And my original plan for this call was to talk about the ultramarathon that we ran together in Cyprus last year. Both of us ran our first ultramarathon, had a very enjoyable experience, and my plan was to chat about running in general and specifically about our ultramarathon, which you will hear we did, a bit. But primarily, we're just good friends, we enjoy drinking a beer together and talking about everything, and you'll realise it's exactly what we did. We were enjoying a few beers over our call, and um, we got sidetracked quite a bit, but I'm hoping you'll take something, some form of enjoyment from this chat. If you want to get in touch with Mark, he's on Instagram at Mark van der Mole. Dutch people will know how to spell that. But primarily, I thank him very much for his time, for being on the show. Unfortunately, it did cut out towards the end. I had some technical issues and the podcast stops rather abruptly, unfortunately. But that's after quite an already long-winded conversation, so I think most people had probably tuned out by then. But hey, as I said, Mark is a good friend of mine and we were just chatting over a few beers and I hope you'll enjoy listening in. When you were eight years old, you wrote the school play, danced in the recording right now. When you were 15, Play guitar in a band. Cool. Um, there's no script to this. It's not a. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an interview. I don't have a series of questions for you. Just we'll see it. There is no pre-interview or anything. No, or... I mean some of my favorite podcasts just kind of start before the guest realizes they've started anyway, which is kind of nice. So you could you'd be mm-hmm. hearing joe rogan or whatever and the the guy on the other side says oh we're recording already so it makes you realize yeah. like oh he, i've been listening to their private conversation for the last five minutes which <laughs> maybe between joe rogan and i don't know elon musk that's quite cool but <laughs> mark and Stephen, uh, i don't know <laughs> i'd like to compare myself to Elon musk but still <laughs> I, I wouldn't I, I'll, he's all yours I'll, i'd be more joe rogan which is why i'm on this side of, this side yeah, of the yeah, microphone yeah, all right so what have you got? The, the Pasai beer? Yeah, it's the Pasai. I haven't had yeah. it this year, but I... Re- I no, I, I, I have a few left. If you, <laughs> I, I, I buy these in bulk every, oh, really? every year in Eastern Italy. I'll just pop over. It's really one of my favorites. No. Uh, so I, I, was, I was in the supermarket this morning and, and, and I saw four of them standing and then I thought, well, should I or shouldn't I? I realized I already have six of them in my... <laughs> No, so I'm pretty much the guy that, that, that right now is buying up all the power. I was about to ask, is that one of the four? But uh, if you already had six at home, I've had, I've had, I think over the weekend about four or five, yeah, maybe yeah, nice. something. Have you seen that? Have you seen that meme about? I, mean, um, I forget the the words exactly, but it's like, uh, oh, I'm going to the supermarket to buy my fortnightly supply of beer. For the third time this for the third time this week, uh-huh. <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> you want to know how my quarantine is going. There you go. That that that's pretty much it. Cheers. I mean, um, cheers. Now I I saw so I was again 
this morning and, and I'm always quite receptive to, you know, the gift, the gift bags, uh, or the, the, the oh, gift yeah, package, the, 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 the glasses, oh, you, you get a, one of those. Yeah. yeah, you get one from, from, from the ivory, yeah, yeah. you get one from Compan and, and uh, I, I was so tempted to, 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 to just buy one and then I realized now there's about 20 <laughs> of these glasses somewhere in the closet right now, it, there is no more room and I don't have a no, combined uh, one. So. One of my friends has one. Um, I, I'm quite good for now because I had three already. Like three beer glasses of different sizes was plenty for me. I had a, uh, mm -hmm. the rock and roll one I'm drinking out of now. Kick some asphalt. That's my personal favorite. Um, one, from, one from at Elche that's and cool. another from um, the Hawaiian brewery. Um, Aloha or Ka Ka what's the name of it? Kalua. Kalua I, I saw some beers of them, yeah. and I think Kalua, but Kalua also might be just a drink that they have I in Hawaii, it's... right? Or... Yeah, I'm not going to stand up and check, but a Hawaiian beer glass. It's a it's a cool glass. But no. then my dad was over with his friend <laughs> just before like um, Corona kicked in fully, so it was on the border. Like he was certain he could fly over, and he wasn't sure if he'd be able to fly home. Mm -hmm. And I was a bit like, mm, Dad, I don't know. Maybe you should shouldn't take the chance. But he was determined, and when when he's determined, so he came over, and him and his friend are really into craft beer as well. But obviously, we were not going to go to the bars, but we went to Oberhain and uh -huh. got a big selection of everything. But my dad was really disappointed that I only had like pint glasses, like big ones, and he said, "Oh, I want like the little small ones that they serve in the Dutch beer bars, where you can like sample everything rather than having a big pint." So he went to Hema and bought four more glasses, which were kind of smaller and way more than I need. So I'm until they break, I'll be avoiding the the special offers. Otherwise, yeah, you steal a few from the bars. Yeah, it's just natural when when the bars open again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm I'm never going to take if, it for granted. Ever. Just going to Tierney's or Local or any of the bars in Harlem or anywhere and just seeing people and chatting no. and smiling and doing things that two months ago were standard. I mean, there's the, um, I saw some, I saw, saw a video just, just this morning somewhere around, uh, I think it was a comedian somewhere on YouTube who made a video about speaking to herself three months back. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, you, you, you're in the time continuum, and, and right now you're you're. Uh, I can tell you the good news, and then can tell you the bad news. <laughs> uh, uh, so well, how how did it go? It, it is the first good news. Well, it is going very well with the climate change problem. <laughs> dolphins in in there's dolphins in the canals of Venice again. There's 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 blue water. You can see the skyline of Los Angeles going very. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the bad news? Well, cancer. Where do I start? It's it's it's. <laughs> and eventually, her her her, uh, her past self said said something about uh, yeah because it seemed quite bad with the climate change in Australian bushfires, and I thought, well, the Australian bushfires were the same same year. It seems no, so long ago I, right now. It's, it's I totally forgotten about them. I was in. Um... Uh, where was I in Spain? I can't even remember. It's like a lifetime ago. I was in. Where did you go? You went to Lanzarote. Yeah, Lanzarote. Yeah, yeah, that time. 
And when I was in uh, Fuerza Ventura, the, it was like the height of the bushfires. And I was feeling a bit guilty, you know, on holiday. And then I look at anything on my phone and it's all like the massive continent of Australia is burning and wildlife and blah, blah, blah. And yet now it's just, oh, yeah, that that was a thing like two that, months that ago. That happens. Yeah. Global emergency. <laughs> and now it's just paled in comparison. But yeah. <laughs> at least we got beer we always have beer except we'll if you're in South Africa right isn't, isn't that a thing they, uh, they they forbidden alcohol sales in South Africa for a couple of weeks I read that in a few places or at least it I th- popped I think up on my timeline I, I've heard it was done in Mexico because I think because so. Corona beer <laughs> that would be a good one actually <laughs> I don't even know if that's Mexican uh, or Spanish. I think it's Mexican. I think it's over by Heineken. It's it's sold as mm, a, as that a Mexican, me. Mexican beer, but I don't think it's it's Mexican style yeah. beer. Probably we, we're signing quite a lot like beer snobs right now. But okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I think we're we're revealing our ignorance more than anything else. Yeah, maybe that's also true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I could tell you this is Lentebok, the Bauerite, I, but it's it's tasty. That, that's pretty much mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I've always wanted to like Buck beer, as in the the autumn beer, like the Halloween time. And mm-hmm. I was going to say that when you were talking about hoarding uh, beers, I've never really done that because what I like is quite easily available. I'm not that hipster about my beer. But uh, there was one last Halloween from Yopen which was only on sale that I could see in the Albert Hein in the center of Harlem that was beside the Jopenkerk. Sorry mm-hmm. for non-Dutch, non-Dutch people who don't drink beer. This is another language entirely. But <laughs> they had this like pumpkin ale, pumpkin spiced ale, something like that. And I bought one as I bought a few different beers just for the next few days. And I'd, I'd had a pumpkin ale before that was like disappointing, but it had a, like a Halloween-y style. So I thought, okay, fine. It's the time of year. But mm-hmm. this one was like amazing. It was just delicious. The next day, I went back to find the rest of them. <laughs> there was only one left. It was like Halloween day, I think. There was only one left on the shelf, and it was kind of at the back, and the paper was all torn, and that's why it was still there, because it was uh, the, the the least desirable hey, was, one. But at that yeah. moment, it felt like the Holy Grail. Like, oh God, <laughs> there's one more. And as we're, as we're saying now, talk about something being taken away from you to be able to appreciate it. Wow. I, I savored every drop of that beer. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this one, it, yeah, go ahead. This one indeed is, um, Dick Lil, which is an, again, if you don't speak Dutch, it's not funny at all, but <laughs> I used to, Dick um, Dick beer. I don't get the dri bit, but it's, Dick it is, means fat, I'm, I'm... fat cock in Dutch. It, it is uh, it, it is a saying in Dutch, but I'm I'm, I'm not quite sure of the origin of it. Dikkel drie is a saying, or drie. It, it is it is something you hear in every uh, every clubhouse of 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 a football club or or, or whatever. I'm I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not quite sure where it comes from actually. Yeah, I, mean, you, I could go into the. I, 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 I would say, well, I don't care, you know, what they call the beer, you know, no, something like that. I'm not oh, quite sure like if I whole... use it in, in. I see. I didn't know. 
you know, you don't don't don't, I'm not, don't care what you're saying right now. We just uh, order free beer, something like that. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to get that. All right. I am unfortunately going to turn off the uh, video here because it's just so slow on my end that I'm All hoping right. this All will right. help. So uh, feel free to do the same. You you're welcome mm. to look at me, but um, wait, no, that's me. I've just turned that's off a... my own video. So yeah, if you turn off your end as well, that probably work a lot quicker. But that's a really old photo of me as well. Yeah, that's a really old photo. <laughs> that was taken in the Airbnb headquarters. Airbnb's European headquarters were in Dublin, or maybe still are in Dublin. And this was mm -hmm. in like 2013, 2014, maybe. <clears throat> There's a great thing in Dublin called Culture Night every year, which is basically where all of the uh, attractions and exhibits and museums and venues or whatever open the doors for families and it's all free of charge one, for one night oh, of the cool. year and it's really cool because you could you could be in dublin city center at midnight and families are out and it's not dangerous or like drunken it's just fun and friendly and there's loads of music and things and yeah <laughs> this was you know went back when the economy was in a better state in Ireland, um, Airbnb had their had their headquarters open. You could visit. They had talks and you know, snacks and drinks for everybody. And apparently, the, like so much shit got stolen because it was an open plan office. <laughs> One of my friends took a an, uh, an Apple mouse, which was you know worth like sixty euro or something, and it's <laughs> kind of terrible. Because um, you know, you take a beer glass, fine. That's just kind of a joke, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they'd thrown over their offices for the whole of the city to enjoy and paid a price for it, which is kind of a shame. But <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that. And this fo this photo is taken in those offices. Yeah, here's a well. Let's talk about a little bit about the audio medium, talking over a, a visual medium. But here's a it's quite a, shorter. I'll, it's, I'll, it's... I'll share this photo <laughs> in my. Without a beard social or social medias and stuff, I'm I'm beardless and yeah, I still have that same shirt though, <laughs> though that same top. Someone uh, shared a photo from six years ago of me and her. She was visiting Amsterdam, yeah. and um, I realized that aside from the jeans, I'm I still own every bit of clothing in all of those photos that I that I had uh -huh. at the time, and I was quite proud of that. Like yeah, I still I haven't thrown out. It's, it's not fast fashion. It was oh, probably good. designed. Yeah. Yeah, and it was probably designed to be disposable, no. but I'm just that cheap and that uh You're proud of what you wear. that I don't mind something that doesn't quite fit anymore. Yeah. Mm. Right, exactly. Well I can I mean, see from your photos, it's cozy, a bit right? easier to tell where you right. It? Yeah. And the, with the rain, if it's hard hard to tell it's raining, so obviously it's the UK. That's that's definitely Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing yeah. very brave wearing my summer coat. How are you coping with this whole cold, thing overall? It was a good weekend. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I'd say pretty well. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, uh, that's, that's the, I mean, It's it's a, it's it's you know it's, it's a hard sell saying that it's 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 did that didn't uh, nothing didn't really change for me. I mean, um, yeah, I'm still 
you know, working. You're in a job it's, that the, means the, the, the you can still carry on. a little bit less these days, but uh, still, there's still work to do. Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, consultancy it 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 scales down right now a little bit. Most companies right now are getting rid of their consultants, and um, well, if if anything, we're not an essential job. So. Um, we do see things that are essential for the for the infrastructure of a lot of IT environments, but uh, eventually you're going to be uh, let go from those companies. Uh, yeah, they, they they kept redrawing the line every few days and every week, and then my job was essential for a, a while, and then that got cut off, and now it's just yeah, transport, healthcare workers, and that's it. Basically. Exactly. So, yeah. So um, I'm I'm quite lucky to to uh, be able just to do all my work from, from, from home. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been to the office, uh, one time this recent weeks and it's just, it's, it is a, it's, it's a complete ghost town right now. It is, is it, okay. there's, there's a few people still roaming around and those are mostly the cleaners and the owner of the office and a few of the, uh, main managers who have well, meetings on a, on, 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 a, on a top level skill who somehow want to be present or, or be face to face. Uh, um, I don't get that, but all right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, our conference rooms are large. I mean, um, I, I, I get where it comes from and, 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 and it's, it's, yeah, they can avoid each other, you know, but one of the big schools and a lot of offices and groups jobs to see that it's not vital for everybody to be face to face anymore sometimes maybe but if the, if that's i really hope that's something that changes no. out of all of this because school okay like logistically it's it's easy to get it you know kids out of the house and whatever but for us, so many jobs i know people who like saskia for example would always say our november project co-leader she would go to work and in the office and do her work, but then she would have all of our November project photos up and there presently. One still wanted her to come in from nine to five, but then uh, I, I don't know the specifics. I don't want to talk only about Saskia, but that's yeah. so many people are, are required to be there just to keep the, the, the wheels turning, you know, cause that's how it always was. But then these days, this has really shown us that that's not necessary. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always the, the, a bit the same for an office job, you know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the whole nine to five work environment is just a, well, a construct we yeah. once developed which is not really what, what matters well, like, anymore right now. I mean, I do a four, I hope my boss is not listening right now, but I, I, I do a, a job that I'm required to be at the office, not technically 40 hours. And I don't think I. I mean, I don't work 40 hours. I think no one in my office works 40 hours, pretty much. I mean, uh, there's always time to, to, you know, slag off a bit and, uh, no, probably, no, probably, you know, yeah, I won't I probably won't post it to, 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 to my social media of, of the, of the office saying that oh, I was and then, and here's me talking about how the fact I'm not working 40 hours a week. Um, but you know, you, 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 you... <laughs> uh, 
it, it can be found on LinkedIn and, and things like that. So I know that that might not be. Um, but the fact is, I mean, I've I've been quite liberal these days with 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 managing my time at home. Um, no, I was the same at the office. You know, I mean, if if. There's there's always a few people in the office who come in very early at at, at I mean I come in in early as well at, at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning, uh, just because I like that and I can uh, avoid all the traffic. Um, but there's always a few people who come early and leave late, you know, and they don't really do that much more work than I do. Uh, they're just here there to 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 show their face and 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 somehow. Uh, show everybody how busy they are, and usually they're not really, really that busy. Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much office politics. We, yeah. Oh, like we, we, um, it. It's a bit different for us because you know you can't just show up and hang around the office if you're there. You're there to fly, but there are people who will turn up an hour <laughs> early, like to do everything, to check your emails and print out your paperwork. You, it's good to be there ten to fifteen minutes early. Sometimes with the train or whatever, you're there, you know, 30 minutes early and just kind of have a coffee, hang around. But yeah. some of them will like just turn up an hour and a half early and talk to everyone and socialize and network and do all that shit. And then when we finish for everybody else, it's like, okay, thanks. And they'll stay. No, I'm going to wait. The, the, my, my friend is landing in half an hour. I'm going to hang around for them. Okay. And in, in an office situation, maybe there's some... <laughs> something to get done or you'll talk to the boss and then the boss will like consider you for the next promotion or whatever i i don't know how it all works i've never done this but in my line of work it's just, <laughs> it just makes me think that well you've clearly got nothing else going on that you're you want to stay in the airport in your being paid because otherwise i think i'm going home because i want to go for a run or meet my friends or have a beer or yeah. whatever Okay. We always had this one guy in work who was um exactly, and then, then you you put on your roster like volunteer or willing to fly on your days off. So our airline could never call you on your days off if they needed someone. Um, mm -hmm. Just that's it. Like if the if there's any EasyJet phone number that popped up on my phone on my day, I'm not entitled to answer it. It doesn't matter. But there's some who would be put themselves as available to fly on their day off for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> There was one guy in work, um, who there's a whole other story to tell about that that I won't tell with a microphone in front of my face. Uh, there was one guy who put himself willing to fly on every single day off. And this, this like intranet is visible for everyone. So we're, you could go in you know, play with your schedule and see this guy's schedule and think, really? Every, like that's, this is his life. That's all he wants to do is go into work. And that's yeah. uh, so sad to me, but hey. I'm too far the other way on that spectrum, so I, I mean, never what, what, it. What, what, what are those people doing right now? It, I mean, yeah, oh, God knows. Is it clearly There's a few social media trends going around now. Like, I, I after about a week of, uh, of quarantine, did you see the photos of me in my uniform? I think so. I'm, uh, uh, so I basically, um, I, I saw someone online of, like, working from home in their cabin crew uniform oh yeah 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 and um it was some it was somewhere in america so i decided oh that's a great idea so just took my uniform out of the closet put it on and like took pictures of myself like pointing at the exits and <laughs> you know making coffee and 
do, doing all the things that I would do on the plane as much as I could <laughs> our Facebook group and that was funny but there's lots of these like viral trends going now and you know um everyone's put, sharing photos of them in their uniform willing to work and you know keeping the aviation spirit and can't wait to get back up in the air mm-hmm. and a, a lot of the people who are the most active about all of this the most friendly and the most like I miss you all were like the worst colleagues when you were actually working <laughs> which is weird like now, now you seem so friendly and so like full of loyalty and <laughs> com- compassion but I know you I've worked with you like what the hell that's not you at all uh, that's been an interesting one to see maybe they're also just trying to save face you know thinking that well if I if I if yeah. I show active right now maybe my boss will see me and he won't fire me or you know. there's definitely a bit of that and I think that they are being sincere to some to some extent. You know, every I don't really miss the, yeah. the work, I'm, but um, there are some times when I get it. Like, okay, and you you want to fly? That's understandable. I won't hold that against. I, I do miss the social contact, though. Yes, I, I do miss the social contact. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I'm I, I've I've. What's the I mean, what, what's I don't the hardest hate my part colleagues. for you about all this? I, uh, so. Hmm. I'm sorry. Or the easy side, like both. What's been the best and the worst of this whole time for you? Of the of the the, the crisis. Yeah, of being stuck at home of 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 our new world. Oh, um, I think the best thing is right now, just waking up easily. Uh, Having, you know, sleep in a bit, have time to make breakfast. Are you on a proper sleeping schedule at the moment? Like a, a regular Oh, yeah, 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 I try to. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I'm, I, I've, I've never been someone who wants to stay up late, you oh, know. Cool. Uh, it's not like right now I'm constantly uh, up late all the way up to one o'clock, yeah. two o'clock, and then sleep in up, up until 10 because, well, people still... Uh, um, well, expect me to be behind my laptop at nine, or at least be available at at, at nine, you know, because that's what most people do. But uh, normally, I would right. get up somewhere around six o'clock, six thirty, and then uh, quite quickly uh, make breakfast, take a shower, uh, go into the car to avoid the traffic, have a forty-five minute drive, and I would arrive at the office, and then do the same, you know, at the end and. Uh, between those times also have got to have time to, to, to do the groceries, make some proper foods, then do my training. And besides that, I'll have social contacts. And right now that's, I mean, I do miss the social con- the contact, but it's also just quite nice just to sleep in a bit and um, snuggle a bit with my girlfriend in the morning and things like that, you know, it's, 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 it's a bit easier somewhat. It's made us all slow down and depending on the yeah. type of person that you are for me and sound like for you, that's been a blessing for some people that I mean, drives, I, drives them absolutely insane. But I, I did say in, in, in the early stages, I think somewhere, uh, I think it was around the beginning. When, when this whole thing went down beginning of March and yeah. February, um, like oh, time is such a meaningless construct is, these days. We, we, I think we've been in quarantine right now for four weeks or something, five weeks. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of any sort of dates that would put it all together. Uh, but no, it, it four weeks I sounds mean, about right. Mid March, let's say. Let's say in the beginning, when when uh, when when you know when the coronavirus was just starting to become a thing, mm-hmm. where uh, the first person was it was just around carnival in in, in the south of, of the Netherlands when that was part of the problem. Yeah. Exactly, carnival is always part of the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when the whole epidemic was was, was starting, and everybody was starting to get crazy, and some people were. A bit judgmental about it. In fact, well, it, it will it won't be a big deal. And oh, we, it's just the flu. It's just the flu. We're all acting crazy and 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 things like that. I already said to a few people saying, well, you know, you know how I don't know how it was for you, but but when I was sick when I was younger, I was able to stay home, watch all kinds of TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just spend some day in bed. I I really thought we should. I mean. In, in, in that way, I might have maybe predicted this quarantine, but not in the same way. I thought, well, well maybe we just stay home, everybody, for two weeks. That's... We get the uh, public TV just to air all kinds of cartoon shows from the early days. Or classic football, as it uh, seems to be now. Yeah, classic football, cl- or in my case, classic cycling uh, races. Uh, um, That's... Or at least, you know, in, in the morning, we don't do any work. We just call in sick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we just don't don't do anything. We just stay at home, watch Netflix, watch watch. Well, I I've had one favorite. It was was the base to the Animal Farm, which sounds a bit George Orwell, but yeah. it was just. I mean, I've I've actually looked up a few episodes on YouTube right now just to to get get that feeling. Oh, was back that a kids' of, cartoon show? It, it was a uh, claymation. Oh, uh, right, like Wallace and Gromit. Something like that, yeah. And it, it, it was just it, it it was a you know a kids show <laughs> about uh, being on a farm and they were talking animals cool. and they were just going around to farm and it, I I loved that show so as you, a kid. You had quite some so good foresight about this whole thing because I I remember I I, I, it, I proved myself to be very wrong that when it started to become an issue in Europe in Italy first and then it. Oh, now it's in the Netherlands, and then suddenly we're having less passengers on the plane, and there's talk about you know it was all creeping in. Um, I was wrong in the back in then. I said, well, I yeah, I don't mind if I get the virus because I'm young and healthy, and I'll, I'll survive. I'll be fine. But then I think the two weeks of quarantine, as back then, again, how quickly things changed. Back then, the idea of two weeks of quarantine seemed so ludicrous. Like, no, it's not going to happen. But if I had to. That would drive me crazy more than the virus would, and now I've come completely mm-hmm. the other way, where we've learned a lot more about it, and we know that young people can suffer severely and die. And one of um, there's this Liverpool podcaster YouTuber guy who got Corona, and he's in his thirties and pretty healthy, but said it was like the worst experience of his life, and he wouldn't wish it on his biggest enemy. And and he wasn't even he wasn't no. even admitted to hospital, like he didn't have the most severe level. So now I'm completely the other way where I'm really enjoying the isolation, yeah, relatively speak, speaking, <laughs> and completely like paranoid when I leave the house because I don't want to get this thing because it sounds horrible. So you were quite yeah. uh, on the ball early on. Yeah, I, 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 guess, I guess so. I, I, you know, what, what I do enjoy right now, by, by the way, is the fact that people give you room right now in the supermarkets. I, I just, that that is just... I mean, I'm I'm not 
OCD or or really uh, a germaphobe or, or 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 anything. But I think uh, you can be now. I can be now. Yeah, uh, that's, I, I, that's fine. It was it was it was such a pet peeve of mine that people, especially standing in line at the Albert Heijn, uh, people who would stand pretty much in your personal space yeah. while you were unloading your groceries on the belt. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, I've really had some, a few people say, I, I really responded to a few people saying, you, you got to step back a bit. You know, you're really in my personal space right now. I just want to, to do my groceries on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. I want to feel you breathing pay, down my neck. Pay, it just, yeah, you can, you're standing way, way, way too close. And people right now are, are, are happily standing that's away true. from me that's, for that's a lot of improvement. They, they, when, when, when this all is over, which I, I think would be, well, the quarantine somewhere, hopefully oh, ending June to say, probably. Yeah. I, but after that, that I can, I mean, I hope. That people will will, will, will will still keep that distance at least in the yeah. Alpine. That's that's I mean. the hope to come out of all this because you we're you know quite lucky in that we have jobs and are still getting paid and are young and healthy. So we you know we we have not much to complain about in the grand scheme of things. But there's a few things no. that I do hope change out of all of this, and we can enjoy our little sick days at home and watch cartoons and you know have ha- do what make our, make the most of it. Um. But one of them certainly on, on lower down the the list of things to worry about, but is exactly social distancing. Like just keep that up. Wash your hands more often, anyway. I, I, I yeah. That, that that's always a good thing. Wash your hands. One of the things that's... in Albert Hein for me or in any supermarket was when like if someone's kind of breathing down my neck and they're right behind me, I I wouldn't really say say anything unless it was really like in my grill. But when they put their, like, you put the, the divider down between yours, groceries and theirs, and they, like, push everything right up to the limit of yours. Like, what? Just wait. <laughs> There's someone in front who's being, all their stuff is being scanned. The the, the belt is going to move forwards in, like, three seconds, and then you can put your bread down and your eggs. Like, you don't have to create the perfect game of Tetris here on the conveyor belt. But, yeah. Oh, I, I, I do that, oh. actually. That, that, <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to conclude, but I think that's, like, a cultural thing as well, because I'm, I never even <laughs> use the divider, like, in Ireland. We just don't. You kind of, some people would, and you wouldn't pay any no, attention, but here it's just, that's what you do, and then some people really do it to the extreme. I, I, you, you can make a Dutch person very, very angry not using the divider. Oh, no. <laughs> it's... it's, it's... <laughs> They will sigh heavily when you don't put yeah, up the divider. Uh, one, one of the other ones that I'll do is like when they're standing right <laughs> behind me, I'll Albert Hein or any supermarket where you you, you go to, around like past the casa, past the till to start putting all your stuff in the bag. And then you have to go to the card machine to pay. It's already behind you. And like by the time I've, I have to go back to use my use my card, the woman or the person behind me is already yeah. there where I need to be. And I'll just, you know, oh, Sorry, and like that's my way of hey, hey, you know, exactly. get out of my way. It's not where I thought, not where I thought we'd go. We'd go with this conversation. I mean, two uh, beers in it, and then it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I'm noticing now because we, me and yeah. you, do this all the time or semi regularly. We just meet up in more in Harlem or in Den Haag and have a few beers and chat <laughs> shit. One thing I'm realizing is I, I can't see the level of your beer, so I don't know how quickly you're drinking compared to me. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm empty uh, right now, so I I wanted I wanted to interrupt the podcast saying, well, oh, I'm going please, to get another go beer. Yeah, go for a refill. Yeah, that's yeah? fine. 
I'm just chatting shit anyway. <laughs> it's supposedly the be best way to do an ad break right now. I don't know. If yeah, I've, I've just mentioned the Squarespace and uh, Stamps.com. Yeah. <laughs> Nord, Nord VPN. Yeah. And... <laughs> Those uh, sponsorship checks are going to be rolling in any day now. <laughs> now, one of there are some of the few things I, I'm I'm obviously just like a drop in the the ocean of podcasts. Nobody cares about sponsoring this, but there's some things that I'm saying into the microphone now that I hear like real podcasters say, like, um, please feel free to get in touch with the show or you know let me know. I don't tune in next time. Thanks for listening. Leave a like and a review. All that podcast stuff, uh -huh. and then I think, oh, that's. I'm saying I want someone to like subscribe and leave a review now. That's my podcast. <laughs> I have six episodes and not many more listeners, but still, that's cool. Like, I've got to start somewhere. Of course, yeah. So I mean, what, there's, there's, uh, hmm? Yeah, what are you drinking now? This is, uh, let me see, it's the Vlinder Butterfly Blondes Ooh. from the Heide. Okay, sounds nice. I don't know that one. No, it is. It's quite quite new, I guess. Let me see. I, I'm I'm quickly going to check right here. Yeah. The brewery. We'll be getting beer updates through the show. <laughs> I don't know what the capacity is on my recording, by the way. I think I've got like hours worth of recording, so it shouldn't cut out on my end. Hopefully not on your It is either. still recording right now. Cool. It is from Ada. Ada, okay, yeah. Nice. Mm. So have you seen any cool, like, um, Den Haag things? Or um, one of the nice little, one of the many silver linings in this big black cloud that's going around to for small businesses to keep their business going, that they're... Um, Alche Brewery here in Harlem, for example, is doing a Buckfeets thing where mm -hmm. they have a Buckfeets delivery guy going around Harlem um, who has like a pizza and beer deal on the Buckfeets. So you order this this thing, like, it's like 12 euro, I think, for a pizza and two beers, which is really good from, you know, local craft beer. And it's just one of those things that they would never think to do otherwise, but when forced into a corner, they're... There's suddenly lots of lots of nice little initiatives. Have you seen any of them? Yeah. I've seen that the um, which of course is the local brewery right here in 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 uh, the Hague, it, it was doing live beer tastings. So you could uh, yeah you could order a, a a beer tasting package from from the website and. You would get a code or some or, or something to the to, to the stream, and ah. they were live stream uh, doing the taste test of those beer. I think you would get information of, of the beers, what what kind of hops they used, and what kind of uh, taste it would would be, and how oh, you that's, drink that's it. That's a very that, nice that, idea. That's that that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think Compan also. Um, I think what they did... Oh, they have another one, actually, the 1st of May. I like that both of our examples of Support Local were just the local breweries. <laughs> I, w I was getting the second one. Well, it's also beer, but still, it, it's the... Um, there's, a, there's a cafe right right around the, my, uh, around the corner called Victoria. Okay. Um, That's a bar for unknown Dutch people. 
Hmm? That's a bar for the non-Dutch listeners. Oh, it's cafe, not another right, right word for it? No, you'd, you'd get like a tea and coffee in a cafe. Uh, you'd go to a bar for a beer. But yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, I think, I think we've had this conversation before. Maybe. Ah, well, uh, a bar, Bar Victoria, which is a, a, a lovely bar at the uh, right around the corner where I live in the center of, of the egg. Um, and I've, they, they've, uh, what they've did a few, uh, weeks ago was do barbecue for the whole neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So you would come and you could get, um, uh, well, burgers, they have great vegetarian burgers. So that, that, that's pretty good. Cool. Um, and the last few days when the weather has been a bit better, they've been doing ice cream with a local, uh, uh, gelato maker from, 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 nice. from the neighborhood. Uh, so you get ice cream uh, from the front door, and that's that's pretty much the way how they survive. And I, there definitely is an increased sense of community now, which is really cool. And hopefully, that's another thing that survives mm -hmm. after all this is over. Like when I do go out for my self-isolating run, uh, just to keep my sanity, people are like looking each other <laughs> in the eye, and you know, we'll make a point to like separate the path to keep our distance between each other and we're both going oh, yeah. to smile and nod to acknowledge that we're caring about the other one and that's that's kind of just what you do you smile you use in the street so i'm a little bit biased at that anyway but i'm seeing that here <laughs> whereas most people you'd meet out and about would be perfectly fine and polite and friendly but there would just be a bit of distance you know not just socially but like um emotional distance you're not connecting with them whereas now everybody's a bit more like we're all in this together no. it's 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 hard. there's been comparisons to like wartime you know the wartime spirit that's a big I mean, thing because you know there's no bombs yeah. falling or anything but there's also a few people who take advantage of it i mean i i, I got this course, yeah i got out of the car this morning and i was unloading my groceries and there was one guy walking on the sidewalk yelling at me that i didn't get that I didn't keep my distance well, he was just walking on the sidewalk. Uh, oh, really? And, well, completely in, in, in Dutch and complete, well, uh, as you do, is a South Holland accent. Uh, <laughs> had a shouting match from, from uh, at least a meter and a half distance, but <laughs> okay. a shouting match about oh, who was right yeah. and who was wrong. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, the corona doesn't. Um remove the assholes unfortunately this no just no gonna, we'll it doesn't dis it doesn't discriminate but it should maybe discriminate against the ass <laughs> you know you, you i mean <laughs> well there is a there's a, a not a, i was about to say a wonderful dutch word it's not a wonderful word but it's the word the phrase tuckies you know describing the people who are tuckies yeah yeah and they're the ones that are the only ones out and about now so when you go walk through harlem like harlem's a very posh classy white rich town overall there's not much crime there's it's it's a very sheltered place but now out and about on the streets you don't see many people but you will see like a, a group of six teenagers all on their scooters you know smoking joints and playing music yeah. and stuff in the, in the park they're the only ones who are not uh who just don't give a shit about the rules and on the one hand i think well hopefully they're the ones getting it more because they're just completely out there <laughs> so i'm in my very um, shallow and what's the word like schadenfreude of mind, I'm kind of hoping. Well, good. Maybe they're gonna get it more yeah. than anyone else. Which it's is not no. fair, and they'll they'll give it to someone else. But no, it's just more frustration of people who are just don't give a shit. Yeah, well, they'll never change. Like I'm, I'm making the best of it. I I'm enjoying it overall. But this is like week three or four. 
week three of like real quarantine for myself and it's starting to like the the novelty is starting to fade you know it's it was kind of fun yeah. it felt like a bit of a like if your school was closed for a few days because of snow or in america they talk about you know when there's a blizzard when there's tornadoes and everything stops they have tornado parties you just stuck up on loads of beer and you play board games and it's mm-hmm. fun that that feeling survived for about a week and then the second week was a bit you know whatever yeah now it's uh, it's starting to bite in in ways that are so subtle and like creeping it's it's hard to explain i can't i'm i'm just feeling it more than than before it's it, the reality I, setting in have, have you um seen people you know interacted with with people on who, who you knew besides over the, the, uh, the phone or the no not, not really so i've um i live right across the road from a pizza place and i have two friends who live nearby who occasionally like order from there and they'll text me saying hey we're going to pick up a pizza in five minutes if you be by the window and i talk to them from the street level but otherwise mm-hmm. my friends have been all really like um strict about it and be very just we're, we're not meeting like no not even at a distance it's just uh stay away and i think that's responsible when I, in the grand in the grand scheme of things but yeah. then it's not easy that's for sure so no i haven't seen many i mean haven't i mean that sounds a bit weird but haven't haven't touched anyone i mean i mean we're, we're both november projects so you know the, the oh, value of yeah. hearts and 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 you know, oh, like, I think some someone called it skin hunger. You know, eventually that we are still human and we are still skin uh, hunger. I really like that phrase. Yeah, yeah, it is right. I, I, it, I mean, the Dutch word I, I heard from it was huid hunger. Yeah, wow, <laughs> it's true. Uh, like, yeah, I love. I, I hug all of my friends. I high fives and like romantic contact and everything in between. It's, it is needed. We are you know homo sapiens we are social animals and we're, we're not designed to for this and no. i know the, the 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 better we do it now the 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 shorter time span we have to be locked in our houses basically and that you know, big picture that's worth keeping in mind but it's yeah it's hard to remember sometimes it it it, it does creep up on you you know it, it it's yeah well all right time for my second beer and then we'll get into some more chat just one sec all right. Okay, back. Perfect. You're not on any deadline, by the way, are you? Oh uh, no, absolutely not. Okay, I won't keep you up too late, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Gone on to, I started on the Dicker Law, which is lovely, but quite a heavy IPA already. Um, well, 5.6%. It's not very heavy in alcohol, but it's a big hoppy thing. So now I'm on to the Me, Myself and IPA, which is another LJ IPA. Next level up, this one's a 7%. It's delicious. It, it, it's a classic one, right? Yeah, it's one of their core range. Yeah. Very nice indeed. Except it's a bottle and I have a shitty opener. There we go. Oh. <laughs> But you're still training, I see. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean um, for some reason, up until... Uh, when did Malta get cancelled? And I think somewhere at the end of, of, of March? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, maybe two weeks ago? Yeah. Early April? Pretty, pretty much all the way up 
to to Mar all the way up to the middle of March, I still had hopes that that Malta would would go on. Yeah. So, uh, for for some context, there we oh, yeah. were. So, I I'm gonna do a whole intro to this whole thing anyway before we I play this chat, um, explaining who you are and how we know each other and all that. But we ran an ultra marathon together last year, and we were gonna do our second ever ultra in Malta this May, and until a few weeks ago that may have still been a chance but yeah carry on yeah well of course it it, it got postponed up until october mm. um which pretty much means i won't be doing the ultra uh because there's no time for me to recover for that and also do the valencia marathon in the way i want to do it um but i already put i think roughly nine or ten weeks of training into it uh of course did the whole training week on on Lancer road which was 90 kilometers in total for a week a big, then, big week yeah and like in warm weather in mountains yeah warm weather volcanoes mountains pretty much yeah same uh environment you would get in the in the malta uh um malta also maybe even a bit easier in malta i'm not quite sure but We'll never know, um, <laughs> but if it will, it, it, it is quite a shame right now just not to do the whole training cycle that I I planned. So um, I thought, well, why not finish it right now? It's been yeah. been, been I'm right now mostly using it as a, as a um, well bit bit of a, a base builder for the rest of the season knowing um that there aren't going to be any races all the way up to probably july august something like that but you're hoping you can hit the ground running literally yeah somewhat yeah that's pretty cool it had us um my training had just started to get ramped up again so you'd signed up for this ultra way before me and i kind of told myself i would do it but then just forgot to sign up forever and then once I did, uh, me and you met and you gave me a training plan for me and I'd started to stick to that and it was about week three and it, it became, it was funny how quickly it all changed. So like we were having discussions originally about, or I yeah. was telling my, my friends, uh, my colleagues, the last few flights we had before we were grounded, um, we were all talking about our plans and was this going to change anything? Some people had holidays and this was february already but then definitely into march where we were i was saying to people well i've got a, a race in malta in may and a, a festival in berlin in may but both of them are quite small you know there's it's, it's less than a thousand people and it's, it's in may that's months away so it should be fine and <laughs> how naive we were back then the mm -hmm. idea of any the the, the concept of a thousand people it's fine seems entirely laughable now where it was 10 people in a group is a felony these yeah. days um so then that, that changed to oh okay well the race is gonna i think even before it was officially cancelled we kind of figured it would be or postponed and then we said well we can go and just run it anyway do it ourselves that was your I, idea and and it, it yeah that was my yeah my idea first of all was, was indeed just just go to malta and yeah like we, we, you book, we booked the accommodation I mean, we booked the flights why not be, at least make the most but, of the trip and then probably a week later it, so much had already yeah. changed 
that it just became clear like okay then we're not even doing that so yeah um I, my training really ramped yeah. up in a few weeks and it was great i was feeling like back in the zone the way i in the right headspace for training i was being disciplined and you know was going well and then that kind of as it became clear that we wouldn't be doing it i eased off again and didn't you know drop everything and just say okay that's it over but my i was supposed to run 20 kilometers and then the on that day i ran 10 that kind of thing i i did i've been running up until this week which is part of what mm. i said about this week everything changing i've been doing really well with this uh isolation i've been running a lot because I was kind of afraid that sooner or later we wouldn't be able to anymore. So I thought, well, while I can, while I can still get out, I will. Yep. I was doing yoga and November project hashtag NP continues. I've been really busy with that. And then this week that all changed, <laughs> but um, yeah, there was certainly for a while, a bit of motivation to get out there and hopefully that comes back. <laughs> uh, it, it eventually will. I mean, for, for, for me, the training mostly has been just, getting out uh, yeah I was just getting out of the house and I, I mean I, I have quite a lot of time left right now you know got quite a lot of free time to to, to, to spare so um, uh, mostly in 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 the weeks leading up to this I would basically do the same lap quite often you know because it's easy and it's been um, it is is something you well know from the back of your hand and you know all right it gets stuff right over here it gets a bit hilly over here and you have to think about it and right now i've been mostly just exploring a lot of new 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 routes through all throughout the uh, throughout the hague and um also did uh, of course this 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 weekend a a long lap all the way from from my home all the way to wassenaar and then back through the dunes which was kilometers that, that that was that was pretty cool yeah and then so I'm I'm stalking your Strava now. Uh, let me see activities. I did notice that because I was scrolling through all the people I follow, and there's you know, five k here and ten k there, and that's all nice. And then suddenly, boom! Mark <laughs> is doing what thirty one kilometers. Like, oh shit! And that's through the dunes, through you know, to the to the next town. I ran twenty something. Uh, no, 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 you you did twenty nine as well. I saw that. Was it was it twenty nine? I oh, think it was, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was almost entirely not entirely. It was partially honest. influenced by the fact that you were still running long. All right, <laughs> I, I better get back to this as well. Um, but it's nine k. You know, with you guys last summer when we were doing our trail runs, and it was fun. It was tiring, but you you would feel invigorated by it. To to any non runners, mm -hmm. distance runners, I know being invigorated by running twenty nine kilometers. I know. Uh, it, that sounds ridiculous to anyone else, but park that. So that's just where we are. It was this time, like I felt it. I was tired. I was, you know, wincing coming home from that run, and the, that the whole day, the next day, in a way that I hadn't really felt in years since I'd started marathon training. So I don't know. Maybe it was just the the day, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you've been busy. Like sixteen kilometers, eight kilometers, thirty-one. 52 kilometer bike ride, you know, no big deal. 21 kilometer run, was that a run? Yeah. Meet the meet the parents. Wow, damn, very good. Eight kilometers, 15 kilometers, and these are all like, this is not going back months. This is all, uh, in March. So this is pretty cool. You've been busy. 
I, it's, it's, last month I had the in February I had the first time uh, I think uh, getting the you know you know the get you get the Strava badges where you get yeah uh, uh, I've heard of them I don't get them <laughs> the Strava badge where you get one for two hundred kilometers a month okay I'll, I I'll that, take your word for it I think that was the first time I got it this this in, in that actually. I am running tomorrow, and that's that's my thousandth run on Strava. Oh, nice! I don't even know how to see that. I'm not just going to scroll through my Strava here. It's, it's, on, it's somewhere in your profile, I think. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out in my own time. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, I I I did want to. <laughs> my only vague plan for this whole chat was to talk about our ultra last year, um, which hasn't even been referenced yet. After no. what, an hour or so of talking. Um, I've got my old race, my, my race number and the, uh, in air quotes here, medal in front of me, which is kind of cool. The race number still got dirt on it. I haven't checked it. haven't taken it out of where I was stowing it for, for ages now. That's really nice to see. The medal is of course not, it's, it's a photo, uh, in, in a glass frame from the Akamas mountains in Cyprus and it's beautiful. Um, I do like that my, my race number is still kind of muddy and, you know, worn. It, it's, yeah, it got some, it got some use that day. It's not, not all clean. And, uh, like some of my marathon numbers that I can see on the wall here are nice and clean and there's, there's no wrinkles <laughs> in them. This, this one's been through a hard time. That's, yeah, I feel, feel glad about that. I mean, I've, 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 uh, I've looked at a few, few uh, looked at the profile a few times, looked at the race a few, few times, and I, I, I think you, you, when you told me we you wanted to uh, you know uh, talk a bit about the last ultra we did last last year, mm-hmm. if if I, I I of course went through my my Strava logs of the last last uh, of the last year and and see what I did, and uh, you know I, I keep a log of my weights and how I felt those times and, and well. Was a weird time at at at, at, at those uh, in those days. Sure, sure. Um, to be honest, I was completely unprepared for that. If I if I look back right now, uh, <laughs> it was probably one of the stupidest thing I've ever done. Yeah, I remember the 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 talk that you <laughs> the weeks leading up to the race versus what you've told me since then were like completely opposite realities. <laughs> I mean, I'm I pretty much trying to fool. I, I was trying to fool myself during those weeks that I could do this, and I mean, I yeah. did it. I mean, I finished. And, and uh, well, that's that's a perfect example of mind over matter. If it, if it's even needed, like you, you yeah. your first ever ultra marathon, like running 53 kilometers, even for a, 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 a like a seasoned runner as you were, <laughs> you wanted it to happen, so it happened. Not, not, not to say to anybody right now that 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 running an ultra unprepared is is something you should do. Um, no, you shouldn't do the... that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but if so, you you signed up for it. Uh, you we both signed up about six months in advance. Yep. It was a whole thing. There was a group of us going over, and you know life happened and training is sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. There's injuries, little niggles. And you were suffering yep. with all of that, just like life that happens. You were in decent shape, not perfect, and you know you weren't—you probably still injured, but you were, you know, you weren't crippled or anything, and you could run the distance. Yeah. And you did. And I think because it was our first marathon, our first ultra, 
one thing I've listened to, I heard from listening to a lot of ultra podcasts is that they will say, they say this about your first hundred miler, but I think it's true of whether it's your first 5k, your first marathon, your first ultra marathon, because it's your first, it's a bigger deal and you're going to do better. So if this was like your 10th ultra, I'm a little bit injured. I'm not ready for it. Maybe I'll drop out at the first aid station or maybe I'll just skip Mm -hmm. this one. Maybe, maybe just do the, do the 21 K and, yeah, drop drop down. Yeah, and, and enjoy just the, the the whole experience of being on Cyprus and and being uh, there with friends, you know, things like that. That would probably have been, because, been better in hindsight, but you know. Yeah, because it was beautiful, and the 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 course for our ultra was kind of split into two two laps, really. Yeah. The first one was 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 it the first one thirty k, and the second one twenty, or the other way I around? I think the first first one was thirty, and the second one was indeed twenty one. Yeah, okay. And so there were I remember coming to the end of that first loop and it's the second aid station. And I, the a bit like the corona thing I was talking about now, the the novelty had worn off by this test yeah. and, and after after 30 kilometers the fact that I was running an ultra in Cyprus, the mountains were beautiful, the weather was nice. I was running my first ultra, I was super psyched, but after 30 kilometers that's about 3 hours in, I don't know, something like I was getting tired. My legs were in pain. I for for you it was three hours. I think I think I think for me it was four <laughs> okay, hours. But you're being a bit <laughs> unfair on yourself. There it wasn't that much of a gap between us. But what? I just I mainly just remember from the first lap you sprinting away on on one of the hills. That, that, uh, yeah, that was pretty much general, my... like probably not at the moment. You're probably better than me. But in general, we're of a similar level of fitness and running ability. We're not world world record holders. But we can run, you know, we're, yeah. we're decent and we'll do that. So we kind of kept together for the first like, 10, 10, 15, 20 kilometers. I don't know. It's a bit vague now. I think so. We, we, I think the first A station was, I, I clearly remember, 18 kilometers. Okay, yes. You're better with I the think, numbers than I, I think... am. <laughs> You're a data engineer or you're not, you know? Yeah, this goes back to PR day in MP when I first met you where I was, hey, Mark, what, what lap are we on? What what route are we on? <laughs> you would say seven. Okay, thanks. Because if you were on seven, then I was probably on seven. You were probably on seven as well. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I clearly remember 18 kilometers that we we, 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 we were having a, bit, together. Uh, a, a pause at the, at the aid station. Mm-hmm. And then it was pretty much four kilometers away from the, that. And I said, yes, well, go, uh, you know, I'm, okay. I'm going to walk this. And I'm... Yeah, because up until that, there were there were points in the beginning where it's... So at the start of an ultra, there were, there were 50 or 60 people running, maybe. And we're all gathered together on this road. And there's no big marathon. Like if anyone out there has run a race before, there's music and a big, you know, setup structure, start line. And there's a gun that goes off and it's all... A big show. Yeah. This was not. It was someone with a like a very tiny woman with a loud uh, megaphone. Which I didn't down. even. I couldn't hear even. No, <laughs> it was not that loud. <laughs> and we were all kind of just doing our own thing. And then you kind of realize, oh, everybody's getting onto the road now. You better uh, like finish your gel or go pee or whatever, and then just get there. And then suddenly, someone ahead of you starts running. Like, oh, okay, I guess we've started. <laughs> and after a few minutes, you know. The fast ones go ahead and some people go behind yeah. and it spaces out. And we had a lovely couple of kilometers together, just the start of the race. The sun, it wasn't really even that bright yet. Um, but then no, it was early the, morning. Yeah, it was early in the morning and it was kind of cold in the beginning, which didn't last long because it was Cyprus. 
Um, but then for after about say twenty minutes, maybe the, it really thins out. There's you can see you and I are running together, and there's a few like two or three people ahead of us on the horizon, and there's a few people yeah. behind us. But that's it. And there were some stages where I remember in the very early stages you were running a little bit like more aggressive than I was. You were like jogging up a hill, and I was walking up a hill. And I say hill, I mean like very mild incline. It's not not a mountain. At no, all. no, no. Or, but for I one think... reason or another, you would be a little bit ahead for a few minutes, and I'd be back, and then I'd be ahead, and then we'd, you know, we'd yo-yo back and forth. But generally, ninety percent of the time, we'd stay together. And when it came to that time after the aid station, I, I don't know if you like you'd been a little bit behind for a bit longer for a while. I, it's hard to remember the the breakdown, but I remember, I think I had slowed down for you a couple of times, and then realized like, okay, um, this is just uh -huh. how it's gonna be, and. We we might have even said something to each other that oh yeah like I'll see you in a minute to to probably just make it easier and then I was gone and I never really made the decision like okay I'm leaving I'm, Mark this is it I'm gone because I I think I've actually told you saying well you know I I'm I'm going to go do this on my own right now and you go ahead because you're clearly faster okay, right now right. Uh, something like that it's, it's I I don't think you you you've left me uh, eating your dust somewhere on on, no, on a hill. No. At saying anything and dropping me, and because <laughs> I was very aware that there was a, I didn't really know the extent of your condition. I didn't know how, what how you were feeling, but I was aware that I could have, you know, quote unquote, dropped you, and then five kilometers later, gone through a really bad patch myself, and then you come up, hey, Stephen, how's it going? So yeah, it's this was, um, a quarter of not a quarter, but you know, twenty two kilometers into it wasn't even halfway through an ultra marathon, so anything could have happened after that. So there was never any like competitiveness or, or decision like, okay, I'm going for this. I mean, there wasn't any competitive no, feeling no. at all right now. Especially now that the ultra, I mean, I've been, been trying to, um, you know, uh, scale up a bit the, the, the feeling I had during the ultra yeah. marathon and during the marathons I've, I've, I've run. Normally I'm, I'm, I'm quite, quite a competitive person. You know, I, I'm pretty much with myself. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm I, I don't have the illusion to ever win a race or anything, but I I do like to be better than I was before. You have your targets. You want to win your race. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but what, I didn't, I what didn't do you mean? You, you say you, you were scaling up your, your ultra. What, what do you mean you know, by that? I, I, I'm trying to, um, how do you say, how, how did I experience the, the ultra marathon versus the marathons I've ran? Because I've, I mean, during last year, I did both Cyprus and I did Berlin, the okay. marathon Berlin in 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 the in the autumn, and both were, I mean, long distance races, but they were so yeah. different in 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 preparation and the way I I felt. I mean, what I was saying is is that I, I've pretty much when I uh, in the last few uh, months I've, I've I've been seeing what what experience I got from the Berlin Marathon and what experience I got from the Ultra Marathon in Cyprus. Uh, both I prepared for differently. In if for Berlin, I uh, uh, hired a trainer. I yeah. uh, did a, a proper training program. I did all kinds of things. Uh, um, uh, for Cyprus, I took. A little bit more easy approach i would say you know just just running a bit more and and uh just seeing where mm -hmm. it went up maybe i i will finish maybe i won't but i'm going to try my my hardest to to finish um 
but for Berlin, the goal was just there was one goal, and that was PRing, yeah. and uh, you know, and that that that, that was such a pressure for 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 I, I I like training for these kinds of events for 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 events like Berlin, um, but the fact that, that that it was my first ultramarathon in Cyprus gave it such a yeah. relaxed vibe of it. I mean, I, okay, interesting. I, I do remember us being quite nervous in the in the evening, thinking about or and in, in the morning thinking about well, how should we prepare? You know, what 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 should we do with our drop bags? What should we do? Yeah. Uh, with our shoes, what what how, how much water do we get? You know, things like that. Well, that's just you know your first day of school or any of yeah. those first. We we built it up because we're both big fans of the ultra trail running scene. We all watched our ginger runner videos. And exactly. Yeah. Killian Journey on Instagram. So like we, the fact that we were in this world now was a big deal. Um, <laughs> so we were kind of like giddy schoolboys a little bit, and yeah, it, there's just so many little things. But then there's the little practicalities on the day that nobody really tells you about that you have to just figure out for yourself. And that was fun. But I find it interesting with your comparison between Berlin, the marathon, um, mm -hmm. one of the marathon majors, by the way, one of the biggest marathons in the world, no big deal. Um, you were, like, the, the two sides of your personality are kind of clashing there because I know the train race beer, you know, ultra trail mark who's, you know, just having fun and not freaking out about numbers and just enjoying the, the experience of being out in, in nature and hanging out, having a good time with all your running buddies. But then there's the more like, you know, training Mark who wants to beat his PR and who is more motivated by numbers and like more goal oriented than anything else. And I, I'm very much on the, 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 the Zen runner side of things there, personality, but you seem to have both in equal I mean, measure. I, yeah. Does it just depend on which um, the time, the mood, you know, the time in your life, which one is more prevalent, or are they both always there? Um, let me say, I, I I do have a, I mean, if if something is not uh, working, eventually, if, if I'm not feeling okay, I, I I quite easily can say, all right, you know, today is not today for me. I mean, I I know a few people who. Uh, yeah. would go to a half marathon and even though it should be a training run, they st would still run it <laughs> if it's a race, you know? Oh they, no. They can't and help themselves. They, they can't help themselves. You know, it, it, it's, um, I, I'm doing, you know, city by city f in preparation for the Rotterdam marathon. And even though my training schedule says I should run this at a leisurely pace and not worry about time. I still yeah. want people to see on uh, my results and my Strava that I've ran a race and I've ran it in a proper pace, uh, pretty much jeopardizing my Rotterdam marathon, you know, things like that. And yeah, we all know those people. Yeah, that that's not me. Absolutely not. I can pretty much just let it go that this is a race and uh, run this as a preparation race and just take it easily. That That is not a problem for me, but... But do you think those people do it for themselves or for others? Like, I, I, I think of my dad a little bit in this way. He's not, he's not in the running community. He has Strava, but only to know how far he's running. But it's just in his nature to be competitive, to run hard. He doesn't get the concept of a recovery run or an easy run. And he does it entirely for himself. Yet I know for a fact there's other people who only obsess about 
publishing their times. You know that wonderful Twitter account, Strava Wankers. <laughs> there are people who just do it so it can be seen that they did it, which defeats the purpose entirely, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know which one is more prevalent. Mm. It's probably... But, there might be an age difference in that, you know? Yes, I think it's a generational thing, for sure. It's a, yeah. Social media... I mean, there's, there's, there's people on Instagram claiming to have run a marathon when, when they have dropped out, you know? They, 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 do you know the story of, of, of one, I think it was a female uh, Instagram runner? Uh, I, I know who you mean. I, I don't even know if she was a runner. This The, the details she, are very vague to me, but she was definitely a big influencer who claimed to have she finished she, the marathon but didn't i think she was one of the I, i'm not quite sure if she was one of the i'm, I'm not that big into the instagram runner accounts right now i mean <laughs> uh, i follow a few of the pros but that's pretty much it but yep. nothing of the dutch scene or anything but i i uh i knew she i think she ran or paris or london i'm not quite sure okay uh but she dropped out because she had uh, cramps and bleeding toenails and things you get in marathons, you know, mm -hmm. which can't, well, doesn't allow you to continue. And she didn't finish. She dropped out and she still claimed to have finished the marathon in a time that would have brought her a PR. Uh, I think a few days later, someone posted on her Instagram account saying, well, I checked the results and there's a big DNF besides your result. And well, then more people started getting on that, that, that train. And, and a few days later, she had to apologize for indeed, uh, the London, yeah. I think the London Paris Marathon, um, and saying, well, I mean, that, that just baffles my mind. That is just... Which which looks even worse, like the any pride that you might lose in not being able to finish a marathon. Okay, there are some shallow people who will judge you and like, oh, you couldn't even do it. But that's like I one percent compared to when you were revealed as a cheater. I mean, it, 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 a part of running is the fact that sometimes you will, I think, quite easily. I mean, the Dutch would say, "op je bek gaan," just really go off and and just hit the wall very very hard. Yeah. No, and and that's okay. I mean, we've all had that. We've I mean, we've we've all hit lows in 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 those kinds of races and in races and training runs everything. But that's that's where the benefit comes from. That's the training. Yeah. Like when you think about I mean, it on a biological level, training is the idea of breaking down your body, like pushing your body harder than it should be, so that it breaks down, and then the next time it you know, recovers stronger, your muscles are better because your body thinks, oh, well, this happened, so I better prevent it next time. And your brain does the same thing. Like, you have to suffer through those shitty training runs, those shitty races, so that in future you're ready and to, it, like, deal with it the next time. But that's obviously too yes, ide there, idealistic there, for some people. There's one, um, you, of course, familiar with, 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 with Billy Yang. Uh, yes. Who, who, of course, just makes wonderful... Uh, I think I think Billy Yang pretty much comes up every conversation we have uh, <laughs> in the last few years. Yeah, if it's not Ethan Newberry, it's, it's yeah. Billy Yang. There's one um, video he did on Amelia Boone. I think it was a day in the life of Amelia Boone. And, and it's just a short documentary, 10 minutes. You can find it on YouTube, which she talks over one of her races where in which she would qualify for Western States. And, and uh, if you follow Amelia Boone on Instagram, well, she, she's... Um, a old uh, Spartan race winner, 
uh, is a lawyer for Apple. Oh, a, a legend! Like she's a yeah. incredible. She, she, she. I mean, she is one of the. I think she's one of the most prevalent and most fun voices to have right now in the ultra community, community because she speaks her mind as well about <laughs> uh, being, you know, uh, underweight and and uh, anorexic runners, things like that. Just, I mean, have to. I have let people that have discovered for themselves, but she has one quote in that video saying that 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 the she she was always a very competitive person, and she would always go out as hard as possible, and 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 uh, eventually she got injured because she always went as hard as possible, yeah. and eventually she got up. With, she 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 says the quote something like like um, racing is the accumulation of all the training we are able to do. Okay. That that I mean. It is the, 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 the enjoyment that you could do all the... She, she said, it, it comes from a standpoint that I, I, I would always just race, you know? Racing was my way of, of, of running. If I was racing, then it was just a pointless run for me. But she turned it around saying, yeah, but I mean, training is part of that. And to be able to race, you, you should be able to, to train and just train easily and just sometimes just let it go and don't bother in, in 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 time or heartbeat or anything like that yeah which is that i've i've never had a problem i've never had to come to that conclusion in my mind because i just never cared about any statistics or beating my goal and to my own detriment like i could do better some of the best races i've had i've run with my my father who's also a runner and who does really care about time and goals and he pushes me further than i think i can go so, like on a performance level, I know it's not too, it's not a benefit to me, my attitude, but I just, I don't, it's not about performance for me. It's not about that. So I've never really understood or been able to uh, relate to, for better or worse, that mentality of mm -hmm. racing every run. But for you, do you think, have you, you've been a runner for years now, but have you become more competitive, like as the years have gone on? Or have you become more chill? Like, which was the predominant one in the beginning that's that's been balanced out now? I I think I've become a bit more chill. I mean, I I I've, I I'm. Um, don't get me wrong. I still want to. I mean, beat my goals and beat my PRs, and uh, I, I'm definitely trying in the in 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 the next coming of weeks uh, on on solo runs and. Are you going to race yourself in the next in yep the near future? Oh, fun! I'll, I'll I'll try to beat my PR on the 10k next weekend. Cool. Um, because I feel so damn good right now, and uh, it would be a shame to get to let it all to go to waste. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the the big goal right now is I mean, of course, the second of May should have been the the ultra. Between my home and my parents' home is roughly 45 kilometers. Right. Uh, uh, add a little loop around it and it's 52, which would have been the distance for the Malta ultramarathon. So that's uh, being planned right now to see if I can do that wow, uh, nice. with some uh, refreshment given by my girlfriend somewhere along the way. And then if I can <laughs> Your do support crew. Yeah, just have her as as my support crew. Uh, if she, if, if I mean, if she's able to and she wants to, but I mean, I, I've 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 asked, but she hasn't technically said yes yet. <laughs> yeah, matter of or, time. Or, mm -hmm. 
A matter of time. She hasn't said yes. Yeah, matter, yet. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still, try, still trying to convince her to do ultra marathons with me, but I, I'm that, 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 time. There's not a big chance of her ever doing that. But this is what I like about you. You're, you always, you have all these plans. Like you've planned your, uh, cycling route that would turn into a hundred miler in the Netherlands. Like you, you have these ambitions that I just lack entirely. <laughs> like I, I think the idea of yeah, I'd love to do something, but I don't actually do anything about it. Where you're, you know, getting down to business, actually planning these things. I mean, I mean, some of them are just, you know, things I I realized that I I just like to do some some someday and and uh, right and that's the key thing like it, if you enjoy what you're doing it does you don't have to justify it to anybody no it's bringing you great the the thing is to the much of when i what, what i what i do when I, and 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 especially with with running is is people saying wow that that's 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 you're not able to do that you know it's it's yeah. uh even when i i mean when i did my first half marathon, marathon that that's about i think six years ago five 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 six years ago or something something like that okay i mean i didn't have, i didn't have any people coming up to me saying well you can do that but i mean i've had people coming up to me saying well, you're going to do a, do a half marathon I, I would never be able to do a half marathon you know something like that and and you have <laughs> yeah and and that, that that just motivates me i think well if there's people saying i can't they can't do a half marathon let's see if i can do that then <laughs> um when the half marathon happens, I remember, I mean, I remember a few things. I remember just horrendous cramps okay. in the last three kilometers, but not being able, I mean, I, I, as well with the half, with the ultra, I, mean, I was better prepared for the ultra than the half marathon pretty much. And I was, was, was quite a regular runner at that point. I, I ran about three or four times that weekend, but I probably, I mean, I was still finishing up my master's degree and I was still drinking quite a lot throughout the week. So, um, Probably wasn't the best time to, to run a half marathon, but still, um, I remember that and remember just going backwards down the staircase the next morning because I was, I mean, just too, yeah, it's all, go, <laughs> too much downstairs is the deceptive. You don't realize this until you've run a half or a full marathon and you have that incredible pain in, in your legs. You're walking upstairs. It's it, sore, but it's fine. Down is the deceptive part. That's really hard to do. <laughs> Down is down is that's a problem. It's always a warning problem for any future marathon runners. Uh, backwards, backwards, going down the stairs. That's the trick. Then, then you're fine. But I, I do remember at the end of the the next day. If, well, I mean, I've 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 had this time right now. I would see. I I want to see if I can beat it. I want to see if I can go faster. And I want to see if I, eventually, after a few years, it it went to do the idea. I, I want to see if I go. I want to go further. That took a little bit. Well, unhealthy measurement right now i think pretty much thinking that well 50k is something but maybe 80 kilometers is fun as well and maybe utmb is fun as well you know you you, you start to think what else can i do you know <laughs> yeah i mean unhealthy for who though there, i had somebody the day our ultra in cyprus was the next morning i i felt pretty good like i was i could feel that i'd run very far but i my leg um near antoinette's place and I found this like cafe and I got some, I got a sandwich and a coffee. I said, didn't you also run that, 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 that morning or was it the next day? Yeah, or? I did. <laughs> I, not, not that morning. I think I ran that evening. I believe there was some, was it for dinner? Yeah. So we were go from where we were staying. Um, 
So if you just hang on a second, I think my my laptop is slowing down big time here. So I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna stop the recording and start a new one. Like, can I get another beer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Do what do what you need to do. I'm, I'm gonna do this. And as you can tell towards the end there, my uh, laptop, we experienced some technical difficulties, you might say. The main technical difficulty is the fact that I'm operating on a very old and almost obsolete laptop. I think this podcast might be the reason I finally decide to get a new one. So sorry that it ended so abruptly. If you want the end of that story, uh, this was the day after we ran our ultramarathon in Cyprus and... Some of us were staying at a different house to where most of them were staying. We were going to have this big dinner all together to mark the end of our wonderful trip. And I decided to run from one house to the other. A little slow recovery run because I was feeling good and I figured stretching the legs might be nice. So Mark was just remarking on the fact that I ran a few kilometres the next day. Well, it was a bit uh, meandering. We didn't exactly go through the ultra as was planned. We just kind of chatted back and forth. But hey, you were listening into a conversation between me and a good friend. And we always do that. We get a little bit drunk, drink some nice craft beers, and we um, talk about life uh, and everything in between. So I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to have Mark back on the podcast for sure. As you see, both of us can uh, talk forever. So thank you very much for listening. I do really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with the show, I'm on Instagram at stevenrunsvegan or stevenrunsvegan at gmail.com. Share this podcast with anybody you think might be interested. That would be very much appreciated. If you um, are listening on a podcast app, please subscribe, leave a review if that's possible. I'm not even sure if I'm at review stage yet, but if you can rate or five star, review, share, anything like that, I would love you forever. And thank you very much. I will see you next time. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye bye. Let's step back at me. That's where I want to be. Let's step back at me. Let's step back.